This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we've got a cameo-filled episode six of The Book of Boba Fett, a butterfly-filled episode six of Peacemaker, plus Sony cast their Madam Web, Spider-Man No Way Home won't be showing up on Disney Plus anytime soon, what trailers to watch out for during the big game, and what's up with Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Zeus. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 7th, 2022. This is Frank Grillo. You know me. But who are you? Are you the discerning, sophisticated type of person who enjoys all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news? Pop culture references, witty banter. Me neither. I'm just here for the dick jokes. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Crabs out there. Let's give it up. Hello, listener. How's it going? Welcome. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining we'll us. you next time. We'll, oh. No, stop. We're, Damn we're done. Wow. Easy edit. Uh, joining us is a fella who's had a butterfly fly up his slack hole, and I don't remember seeing it come out. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Is it still it was Mothra? Oh, Mothra. That's yeah, a very that, that yeah. was on the that was oh. that was right on the table for you. I thought you were going to make a Mothra joke right then. Yeah. Oh well, Rug, you know Rug's the got Mothra there. like larva that looks like a giant shit. That's what <laughs> went up my slack hole. That's what's inside yeah. Rug Boy right now. Just Google Buff- that. No, Buffalo Bill stuck a, a <laughs> butterfly up his ass. Oh God! When before he was about to skin him. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I don't remember that. You was put that it in, in his bottle. He sticks them down the yeah. They stick them down the victim's throat. It's a larva. Oh, oh, the larva. Yeah, we you know we're making a lot of silence of the lambs. Transformation references these days. Butt larva. Yeah, yeah. But it got we went up. Yeah, rugs his ass. A rugs his <laughs> slack hole. That's yeah. where the peacemaker got the idea for this whole season. And any new listener that tuned in is immediately tuned off. Okay, the remaining people. I'm glad <laughs> you're still around because we got a lot of fun TV shows and news to talk about. Let's get to it. <laughs> The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Thank you to the one listener that just forgot to turn it off and it's still playing because his phone is out of reach and he's too lazy to get up and actually. No, the people who listen to the show know like the first five minutes of the show is just complete utter bullshit. We got to warm up. Yeah, yeah, we're going to warm up with Peacemaker this week. The latest episode here are your spoiler alerts. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. (laughs) See, that was the sound of the moth going up my asshole. That was exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. Yeah. Uh, this episode titled Mern After Reading, a play on, of course, Burn After Reading, which was a movie, right? That was a movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt was in it. Yeah, it's a Brad Pitt movie, but it's also like the thing uh, when you get a spy message, like in uh, Mission Impossible. Right. You got to burn this after you read it. Uh, again, all James Gunn written and directed. Anthony, what happens? Episode six, Mern after reading. What happened? Well, we left the last episode with Adebayo having found out that Mern is a butterfly. Oh, shit. And he was about to attack Adebayo, 
But then we soon realize that the entire team, other than Peacemaker, has already figured this out. <laughs> yes, everybody already knows. And Mern is actually a dissenting butterfly that is helping the team fight the butterflies because the group of butterflies led by Goff, Senator Goff, wants to take over the world, or so we think. So Mern is helping the team as a rogue butterfly and has got into someone else's body. Waller has no idea that Mern is a butterfly. Peacemaker, as mentioned, has no idea that Mern is a butterfly, but everyone else does. And Vigilante doesn't know also. Vigilante doesn't know his ass. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know what's going (laughs) on. He has no idea. (laughs) Alongside that, we have Peacemaker's father being led out of jail, and now Peacemaker is implicated for the crimes that he did commit earlier in the season, and there's a manhunt for Peacemaker. Along with that, we have Agent Song. Is that her name? Yeah, Sophie Song. Sophie Song who gets actually taken over by the golf butterfly in this episode. And there's now an army of butterflies coming after Peacemaker. Plus, his dad is out of jail, and the white supremacist group has decided that with the leadership of Peacemaker's dad that they want to kill Peacemaker. Mm, White dragons. You have that going on. Yeah. And we find out what's in that diary and why that was so important for Adebayo to place inside of... Chris, Chris's trailer. Man, a lot of shit happened this episode. I gotta say, yeah, it's your classic uh, chess piece. They're moving everything on the board, and now a lot of stuff is in place. And we're seeing now all the secrets that this team had from one another, and all the things, the little things that they did earlier on that were looked like minor screw ups, or were actually big fuck ups. It's all coming to heads. Is this the ultimate peen episode, or is there one after? No, this one? the next show is the peen ultimate. We have two more, so the next okay. one will be peen ultimate. But I really thought this was like just an amazingly well-rounded episode. You know, you start out with some solid comedy. There's hilarious lines throughout the show in the beginning. You get some great action in the middle, and it ends with emotion and heart and people letting their guards down and being vulnerable. Uh, and then, and and while they're moving the story ahead at a pretty good pace, like I really enjoyed all the shit we got in this episode. Uh, so let's just start at the beginning where we find out. Allegedly, Mern is a good butterfly. Do we think that is the case, or is this something else confused. going on? I'm confused on this. I don't uh, think Goff is is Goff is now in song. Goff is a she, also. It's like they're queen. Yes, and so Goff is now in song, and they played a song they while they attacked the police station <laughs> yes, and the, blur, the prison. That was great. Um, that was a great scene. So, are they going to rescue? peacemaker or are they going to kill peacemaker see that is a good point are they going to save him well hmm. like oh, I, no they well they put, did that press conference they hold that press conference at the end saying we are coming he is you know public enemy number one uh anthony what was the diary about did you get that or no it, it seemed to me they placed it to frame him to look all crazy right that's the that's the pression or that's i believe that's what it is waller had this mission to take out butterflies, but they needed a fallback person to take oh. out these butterflies because they didn't want the world finding out that these were aliens. So they placed a diary in Peacemaker's trailer so that when they did sick the cock, cops, the, ho- the, the cocks, cock. wow. She's the cocks on him. Freudian. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> unlike humans, we don't name our genitalia. Um, 
It would be uh, similar to a vagina. Yes. How do you know that? They, uh, <laughs> once, once they would sick the cops on him, yeah. they would have a fallback person to blame this on because peace, they could, in the diary, Peacemaker just basically implicates that he's crazy and that he's just been killing people because of aliens. And earlier on, I think the first or second episode is that second episode they had an alex jones basically in person oh right yeah and i think so this is the cover up the fact that there's aliens they're covering up and blaming it on peacemaker so he just goes to jail they waller has a patsy i think rug said that earlier and you called it yeah so it's to patsy him but so but yeah yeah, but i was just gonna say but this wasn't obviously the plan it wasn't supposed to get out this early and have the the butterflies in human bodies figure this out and and have cops already coming after him that before was the mission was done. Amazing twist. So if he's saying, because he said originally they, they came to this planet and they were just going to live in peace because they had a plentiful food, and then a group of them decided, we want to take over, and they're probably in the government, right? And he's the only guy who didn't want to go with the plan. But then that scene where Goff draws a peace sign in the jar right. with the goo. That's where it throws you off a little bit. What did that mean? Are they, and, and Judah Master was trying to tell them something. We're still not clear which way that was going to go. So is uh, Mern lying? I did love that moment where he's like, I picked Mern because he's a murderer and I still live with his memories every day, but I tried to find a bad guy to kill because I guess the person is dead once the butterfly's in there. Yeah, correct. But the, the memories, I, well, not, I, not completely dead. The memories well, what, are there. This is what, I, what I've been able to gather as far as my own opinion of it, not saying this is exactly taken from the show, but these butterflies are like symbiotes. They ah. they like the they need the humans to survive to a certain point. Uh-huh. And they you know, they they need they know the humans are fucking up this planet, but they can't completely wipe them out. So they, they I feel like that over. I feel like that taking them over and guiding everything in in kind of moving the all the pieces behind the scenes is what they chose to do. So Sonia, after she turns, great performance by that actor, like to become this butterfly person. And she's so funny. She's like, whatever, human. But then she goes, in the end, it's going to be better this way. You'll see. As if, you know, they are benevolent and they're trying to help humanity. So like you said, they're going to, they need a planet and they need people to live, to be healthy, to survive. So they don't want to destroy everything. Yeah. I saw an interview with the guy that's playing Mern. Yeah. I'd have to look up his name, but uh, he's got a great he, name. Yeah, but they basically, he basically said that there's a lot more to, a lot more to this than what it seems, and that these butterflies definitely don't think that they're the villain in this story. Oh, his name is Chuck Woody, Chuck Woody Iwuji, playing yes. Lemson Murn. It's a great name. What a great name. Yeah. So. So that was cool to get kind of that exposition and that explanation right up top and how Economos literally puts his fingers in his ears when they talk about it. He's just like, la, 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 I can't hear you. Uh, and there's a cow. That we're going to find out about a large cow somewhere. But then let's cut to Peacemaker at Show and Tell for his janitor buddy. That was amazing. That was, I mean, John Cena continues. That was one of the funnier scenes. Holy shit. Cena yeah. continues to impress me. Every episode, like I'm becoming a big, big fan of John. What did he call that girl? So here's all. Here's a couple of the nicknames. He goes, Chubster. Uh, he goes, gender swapped Alfred E. Newman. That's one. She yeah. was uh, like, I had a glasses and red hair. Mad TV girl. Uh, Canadian tuxedo. The girl was wearing like a jean Pizzgetti jacket. arms. Pizzgetti arms. Rubik's Cube champion from 2025. Yeah, that guy kid. didn't like him. <laughs> sad eyes. Oh, yeah. There was sad eyes. Yeah, that kid's like, because I could see right through you and you're a I loser. You're a loser. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> 
And then the girl asked about, do you know Becky Coolidge? She's my mom. He goes, yeah, I haven't seen her in like 10 years. She goes, I think you may be my real dad. He goes, what? That's fucking great. Imagine that they didn't just <laughs> ignore that and that becomes a plot point. That, yeah, this little girl is gutting after him now. She's mad because he, he's his deadbeat dad, Becky Coolidge. Just great comedy to set up before the tension in the action in the whole trailer scene. Uh, she IF'd me from across the she, room. Yeah, he's like, what? I said effing. <laughs> he goes, Flash, yeah, like everybody, he's the D-bag. Everybody's right. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman IF'd me once at a party. Uh, <laughs> so funny. That combined with him at the end playing the fucking piano, playing Molly Cruz Home Sweet Home, that is yeah. actually him playing the piano it's not a hard song to play but it's not but i mean with his improving in last episode and like he does this holy fuck john cena what a fucking guy what a fucking guy so that scene i found out uh the piano scene inspired by a real event in james gunn's life what happened was while he was working on the suicide squad james gunn's old beloved dog was dying Mm -hmm. And so he decided to fly out and spend some time with him before the dog passed. And he ends up in a hotel lobby with John Cena while they're waiting for his Uber to the airport. And Cena goes over to the piano and he plays a a rendition of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. And like apparently everybody was crying by the end of that. So that really happened. And he like put it in the show. And I guess John Cena knows how to play the piano. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) My, My favorite line. I think the, one of the, the the funniest lines of the thing is what I said earlier when they're when they're figuring out the logistics on butterflies and if they have a vagina. Yeah, that whole asking like, "What's her name?" Uh, uh, it's like, and he goes, and he goes, "Unlike humans, we don't name our genitalia." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, she's always asking for the vagina's name. She, well, well yeah. she thought she was asking the, the what, yeah. Goff's name, Eek, but stack, instead he, he he interpreted as the vagina. <laughs> we don't name our we don't name, we don't name our genitalia. <laughs> Fucking Eagly, dude. Eagly's badass. He was swooping in there fucking motherfuckers. Oh yeah, he up. was fucking shit up. That that Holy scene. Shit. That scene I was I was going I wrote down right after that scene. This is this show's pretty dark because Eagly's attacking people. That's fine. But then you have this motherfucking uh lock oh, shooting people in blood. on the ground as they're like injured and just shooting cops in the Executing head. Executing them. Fuck. And you have a lot of cops just getting killed yeah. by a peacemaker and yeah. not, not by Peacemaker, but it's like Vigilante's definitely hurting cops. Yeah. He's like, at most he'll be paralyzed. Don't worry. Right. He doesn't want it. And so that is interesting. And then we get the revelation at the end, but you start to see how Chris feels bad about killing cops. And then, you know, the moment at the end where he's like, he just blurts. He goes, I don't want to kill anybody anymore. And she's like, that's a bad time to go all Mahatma on us. We're going to have to kill. He's like, oh, I'm fine with the alien ones, but he's starting to feel bad. Well, they're building off the... Um him killing flag so oh making right, that more right. Of a thing. that was the people the that are yeah. that the aliens are in are dead now so the aliens kill everyone they they assume yeah they yeah i mean they're yeah they're they're not coming they're back basically a, in a, veg, a vegetable at that yeah. point yeah even though i have their memory so someone like, else is driving the car so so yeah at this point in time they're already dead they're not they're like almost like zombies so yeah, he's not really killing anyone no yeah those people not are already fine. dead but he you know he meant like he was thinking about the cops no, no, but right, I'm saying right, like yeah. this, this is a good way to rationalize him being like yeah. you know not a killer anymore because right. the people that he is killing are already dead. But so. still give you a high body count uh, yes. and a lot of fun. Uh, of that course. scene, I was waiting for him and uh, Harcourt to, to do a little kissy kissy. Oh, she's growing, she's growing on the, him. 
Yeah, she told her, her she told him her real yeah, name. Yeah, her first name, and she drew the, drew the dove of peace oh, on that, there. And that was a great moment where he's like, "It's on the wrong way," and then he stops himself. <laughs> but thanks, that was very nice. <laughs> he fucking stops himself, and she sees that he's like, he's trying, and she goes, "I don't think you're a complete piece of shit." Eighty five percent, but the rest of you's all right. So I was like, "Oh, they're getting to grow on each other." She gonna kiss mm-hmm. him. She might don't kiss him. ship them, please. She might kiss him. They might do some kissing. What does or that something. mean again? Don't like will them to fuck. Yeah, they, like, you want them, them to be fuck. a couple. Yeah, yes. let them well. fuck on their own. Uh, okay, so back to the <laughs> butterflies' plans. We do get a little more information about what it's not in that hilarious scene where he tells it's one knock is yes, two da- two taps is no, and vigilante's not asking yes or no questions. He's like, it's, what's your favorite color? He's like, no, yes or no. And then Peacemaker goes, two fucking rules. One, yes or no. Two, don't be a fucking moron. See, one second vigilante is very, very uh, up on like the creation of of the blues and historical you know, black oh, musicians. Yeah. And yeah. then he can't figure out how not to ask a yes or no question. It's, no, but his intelligence also, is all over the place. He's such a fucking psycho. And then later when he's sitting next to Eagley, he goes, Okay, guys, which one's me and which one's eagerly? <laughs> Look at that fuck. <laughs> so they asked them, is it like uh, the aliens in Pitch Black? It is not. Is it like the aliens from Alien? It is not. Is it like E.T. or Close Encounter? It's none of those scenarios. So maybe they are trying to help everyone. Well, in, the, in that same interview I mentioned earlier with uh, Myrn, Myrn's actor. Yeah. Can't say his name. Chuck Woody. He, it, he mentions up. that this cow... Yeah, what like is this? Whatever cow? you think this cow looks like, yeah, y- you have not, no idea. Like it's gonna be like an insane design. Some kind of alien thing. fucking It's gonna be giant tits. <laughs> just like <laughs> fucking one boob. It's gonna be giant titties. Like in that Woody it's Allen gonna, movie. It's gonna be like a thousand titties. It oh, should be. If it's James mo- Gunn, it's gonna yeah. be a thousand tits. A boob monster. Yeah. I would be down with that. I mean it is kind of milk. That yeah, it's like a gooey, re- resin that they're like getting eating. Yeah, it's like Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought it was more like a honey. I don't know. So maybe it's, be- I don't know. What is it? It's Undercrown. Uh, we uh, we learned some more details about Vigilante. His ringtone is Barbie Girl. Right. His password is Peacemaker's Birthday. Right. And the last thing he searched was uh, Taylor Swift Sexy Butt. <laughs> that's great. And he's like, oh, no, that's because I just wanted to see Taylor Swift Sexy Butt. But, like, why would you put the adjective sexy butt? Yeah, you just go... Is there like a non-sexy to, Taylor Swift uh, butt? Maybe is, there's an angle that know, just but, doesn't work. Like, I don't know. From, no. From it's right. like, I want the unflattering pictures from TMZ. <laughs> I'm on the beach with yeah. the cellulite. Can we get that? Uh, ring that one up? Yeah. I don't guess that's I love, that, I love that those butt. are the things you wrote down as like important things that they're we just found funny, out. They're funny details <laughs> about Vigilante who I'm obsessed with. He's such a fucking psychopath. Like these little details they drop about him are fascinating. I wrote down that as mentioned earlier that you know this is a chess piece episode we got a lot of things that peacemaker's going to have to work himself out of yeah yes what's going to happen well you've got public opinion yeah you've got waller who tried to frame him yeah got the butterflies we don't know if they're coming to attack him or not yeah. although they were part of announcing to the public that he's a menace yeah we have the his dad and the white dragon yeah, he's coming to kill him and he still doesn't know secrets that his team is hiding from him such as yes myrna being a butterfly yes. and Adebayo being the one that planted the but the the diary so there's a lot going on i also love where Adebayo is like you can relate it's like it's i feel so bad for her she is stuck 
between she can't tell the team that her mom wanted to plant the diary and she can't tell her mom that she knows burns a fucking butterfly and it's driving her crazy. It's a tough spot. And she just wants to quit. And she, yeah. I don't think she can yeah. quit. And she's the one that has the closest connection to Peacemaker. Like she's the one that's actually helping change Peacemaker for the better and make him, yeah, make him, uh, Make him not as uh, rough around the edges. She feels bad betraying him, and then her wife is just like, just leave then. You don't have to do this. So, fuck. Fuck. That's a lot building up for the next two episodes. I I did enjoy this episode a lot. It was so good. I mean, you like every episode. I don't think you've said one bad thing about the entire show. This show gets better. No, I enjoy it. Of course. (laughs) No, it's good. It is good. And, And now we kind of know. We found out some things, but we also still have some things to discover, especially about the butterflies. So... Still more to come. Yeah, definitely pieces are in place now to have a pretty exciting last two episodes. So two episodes left. Uh, th- that's enough to really close this up. I think that they left enough room. Absolutely. To close this up. So yeah, that's actually a good point because a lot of shows Marvel there would have been one so more far, left. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They they, they put all the Ooh. pieces in place before the final episode. And the final episode's like thirty minutes, and you're going, how are they going to resolve yeah. all this? This is the one with the episode that didn't show anybody, right? The last one. Uh, right. What? What? You, What's no. That? W- there's one more episode seven. They did release to the critics, and then there's the, the one last eight. episode. They didn't show any. That's the one oh. with the titty monster. That one. I'm telling be you, crazy. the titty monster's yeah. coming. So I put a clip. I put a link to the promo for next <laughs> week's episodes called "Stop Dragging D R A G O and My Heart Around." You see a little bit of what we what we just discussed. Everybody coming for him. Some crazy shit's gonna go down. But yeah, episode eight was not released to the critics, so. Expect some fucking wild shit, but I'm down. Is he getting a jetpack? He like he needs to get one from the original Charlton comics. He had a fucking uh-huh. silly like a rocketeer jetpack. Do you think he's gonna be? Do you think he's gonna kill his dad with his, the way his mindset is about not killing anyone? Mm. Mm. I, I think maybe Adebayo will do it. Mm. I think someone is killing his dad. He might or, have or, to at this point, or Vigilante will do it. Oh, Vigil kill anybody in a second. He doesn't give a fuck. But I think after at the end of this, Peacemaker will be want to be like a hero. He'll be like a hero. He'll be seen as a hero. Possibly. He still wants to kill his dad, doesn't he? Because uh, Adebayo kind of talked him into it. Uh, I don't think he wants to kill who, Vigilante. Vigilante yeah. Oh, Vigilante will kill him. Yeah, he definitely wants to kill his dad. We still don't yeah. know what happened to his brother. That whole mystery. There was a well. You did see the you yeah. did see in that scene that his fists were bloody. It seems like yeah. he might have gotten to a fight with his brother yeah. and didn't realize and it caused like his a brother seizure was, or aneurysm yeah, exactly. or something. Uh, that yeah. So there's still that mystery, and yeah, no, I think in two episodes you could definitely have a big bang finale. Unlike the next show we're going to talk about, where there's only one episode left and there's still a lot to do, maybe. Oh my God! Uh, Is there? Yeah, possibly. We'll well, possibly. All right. Well, that's good for this. Uh, we'll take a break here. We're gonna play some promos. We'll come back and dive into the next chapter of Boba Fett right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun, check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Do you like Florida Man? 
Do you like crazy shit? Do you like titties and strip clubs? Why are you laughing? Because I do. You know I do. <laughs> this is the show for you. We're the Hashtag No Offense Show. I'm uh, the Duchess. That's the Duchess. That's my lovely wife. My name is Chris. And we talk about all that stuff. In addition to our daily lives as parents, what we're watching on TV, mm-hmm. current events, anything that we could try to talk about to make you laugh. Look for us on the web at htnos.com. All the socials at HTNOS and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're available everywhere. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show, I think you should join our awesome fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! Where you can support the show and literally ensure that the show keeps coming out every week. You are helping us produce and distribute and publish the show and keep it alive. Everything, every little bit helps. Thank you to all our supporters. Uh, You get bonus content. There's an RSS feed with lots of bonus audio, post shows, instant reactions. And you get Discord benefits. You get to come hang out once a month with us and all the listeners uh, on our Patreon-only Discord server. And just geek out and shoot the shit and have a beer. And it's always a great time. Crazy shit happens. This month's Discord hangout will no, don't, be... Don't overhype it. Crazy shit happens. Well, I mean, something crazy happened last time. Oh, that's true. Right? See? Something crazy actually... I don't know that's crazy or... <laughs> it was something. <laughs> Quite strange. It was yeah, an experience. It was something strange. Yes. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> something strange that crazy shit happens hey. would be like you taking your shirt off. Listen, you pay enough money, maybe. He'll do it. Maybe <laughs> get, get enough spice in me. And maybe, you know, that's all. Uh, But this month's Hangout will be Thursday, February 24th, 8 p.m. Central Time in America. Yeah, All you assholes got to get on here. Come on. It's lots of fun. You can hang out. You can talk to us. us, You can ask me anything except for taking my shirt off. It'll be fun if we have like 100 people on uh, oh my God! That would be—I don't know if it could handle all that. That would be crazy. We'll break Discord. Let's do it. Yes, we did. Come on over, break Discord with us. Jockandair.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get to the other Geek Boner show this week. Geek Boner Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Six. Here is your spoiler alert. Come on, baby, do the magic hand thing. Trap yourselves in, you fucks. Time. I didn't think I'd be able to play that clip for a second episode in a row, but here we are. It completely is appropriate for chapter but six. Spoilers? Or me playing the recorder at the beginning of the Boba Fett oh, song? Oh, that was, that was you playing the recorder, man. Yeah. You got nice, nice Hot notes. cross buns in the, <laughs> the Mando song. <laughs> chapter six is called From the Desert Comes a Stranger. This one written by John Favreau. Directed by Dave Filoni. Oh, and this is the peen ultimate episode of the show. There's only one more episode left. Uh, I almost forgot whose fucking show this was this week. Anthony, what happens in chapter six of Book of Boba Fett? Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian season three. <laughs> episode show two. Is this? Yeah. Uh, this episode, we continue on with Mando as we learned in the prior episode that He's going to help Boba Fett, but he wants to see Grogu. Yes. And we find out what Grogu's been up to. Oh, that's for sure. We get to see uh, the return of a character, a couple characters. Lots of characters. And from what I gathered online, things that people have always wanted to see that they thought they would never see, which we can talk about later. Along with that, 
the Pikes are going to invade wherever the hell he is. Most Espa, most whatever. Yeah. Most Isley, most Pelgo. I forget. And One of the most. Boba Fett's team is prepping for that. But really, really, all this is about is uh, Grogu and it's what he's baby, been up yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we get uh, the return of uh, Timothy Oliphant as Vance. Cobb, Cobb Vance. Cobb Vance, yes. And the premiere of uh, the live action premiere of a character that a lot of people really like in the animated series. So, holy shit! Part uh, part western, part samurai training episode. Yeah, and uh, yeah. no Boba Fett. Hardly any Boba. Fett. He's on there for maybe like twenty seconds. He's briefly in there, but wow, this was a full of member berries. This episode, and I loved every second. It, it was, was a combo. It was member berries, yeah. and it was introducing new characters. Yeah, and progressing like stories from the Filoni verse. Yes. So it was kind of like a combination uh, in, in many ways. It wasn't relying complete. Like you, we didn't need to go to that planet and see Luke Skywalker and Grogu. We, we could have, in fact, they could have progressed the story without that completely. Sure. And just sure. have the Mando show up, yeah. you know, in, they could have had like where Mando flies into the bay and then they're doing the plan and then just started the episode like that. Absolutely. <laughs> and we didn't need to see any of that shit. So but how great was Luke and Grogu? Why do you think they did that? Training. Because people love to. I don't know. They wanted to. Well, you had to fill in. Where, wasn't, uh, where baby, well, wasn't it a, a re, uh, like a rehash of Yoda training? Yes. Luke? Of Empire. A bunch of things from Empire Strikes Back. But you had to fill in like where Grogu is. And then he gives them that fucking shitty decision at the end and stuff, and you know he doesn't even. Yeah, leave but why did they do that in this show? It wasn't, I don't oh, know. That's that's a great question. This is like I forgot this show is ending. This is like the beginning of another show. These last two episodes, I'm like, what is this? Just how it feels like the start of a show. L- let me let me jump in just real quick here. As the resident, yeah, this got to be confusing to you, no? non Star Wars fan. Yeah, I am super confused yeah. by the way they've structured this show. Sure. And while I, I think this episode was good and I think a lot of people were, obviously the internet was just exploding over this episode. All my friends and everyone, anyone that loves star Wars was, was just creaming themselves over this. That being said, this is, this was a good episode, but man, for it to be, I mean, I'm, I was shocked that I learned that less than last week's episode last week or next week's episode is the last right? one. And they've built, yeah, they've used Four? Is it four or five? How many episodes have we had? Six, but only four of the six episodes have had very little forward present story. Forward, four have had are about Boba Fett, and the storyline around Boba Fett is, to me, not all that interesting. We only have one episode left, yeah. and you dedicated two of the episodes to Mando, who's by far way more interesting. So I, I just don't understand that why they did the structure of this. He's only um, been in it two yeah, thirds it. of the amount of time of this show so it, far. This makes me think that Robert Rodriguez as a as a showrunner. Yeah, he's just the director. Not not no, he's a showrunner, oh, he's, isn't he? Oh, he's the showrunner too. I thought he's just yeah. one of the directors. No, no, definitely. I think he's the showrunner. Don't interrupt me anymore, please. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> slap him, Anthony. Yeah, let me slap him. Uh, I think Robert Rodriguez so far. Let me just see this now. Is the executive he's one of the executive producers i don't know we'll figure it out i'll figure it out when one of you talks but i don't think he's done a very good job i think everything related to mando has been good obviously you mentioned feloni he do, he directed the episode it was good but yeah i'm just really questioning i think so far they could they still have one episode to prove me wrong but i'll say right now the show has been 
a very solid Mando continuation, yeah. but a complete failure as a Boba Fett show. You are correct. He is listed as showrunner on IMDb as well as executive Boom. producer. So you get, wow. you get points. Yep. That's an interesting take, though, from the outside. Yeah, it's confusing. Why are they doing this? Why do you think they're doing this, Ruggs? What, what are they doing? What? Like inserting the Mando and yeah. all of this stuff? Is Taking it, two episodes out of a six-episode series. I have no idea. This. I couldn't tell you. Like, does it make any sense? Um, I think it's just to remind people that Mando's coming and that there's going to be a new season and it's kind of a promotional tool. Or did they think the show was weak at, at, up until this point? Well, look, they, this is what happens. They need to have... They need to have continuity between the two shows because it's going to help if they do another season of Boba Fett, which I doubt they will. But if they did, they need like all of these series that spawned off the Mandalorian need Mandalorian somewhat tied to it in some way. Right. Just like Angel and Buffy would always kind of cross over into each other's episodes and how like the CW, they would have every once in a while a crossover. So this is like a crossover. Sure. Um, But. I do think that the way that they did the crossover where the usually when you have a crossover, the two main characters are hanging out. Right. You include doing shit together. One of the main characters. You don't just sideline for two episodes, the main character. And then the main character that we have in Boba Fett is kind of weak. So then it just really illustrates how weak that character is when you have. Like all of a sudden we're in that meme where the guy's looking at the new girl walking down the street and yes, forgetting yes, about the girlfriend he's yes, with. Yes. That's exactly what happens to everyone watching this well, show. Well, here's the thing. I ain't even mad at it. Like, I don't even really give a fuck about Boba Fett. Maybe he should have stayed dead and they just made young Boba Fett. Like, I, I'm digging this and it's kind of sad because the show is. Yeah, I Boba think Fett. that their their idea of reviving this, you know, dead character and. and giving that uh, a blaze of glory to go out in or something is kind of a, a failed attempt. Or do they but, want to keep him around and they're setting him up to keep him around? But Dave Filoni kind of created this whole thing with the Clone Wars and this whole like Filoni verse that yeah. he introduced all these new characters. And he even came up with a story for young Boba Fett when he was like a pirate. He was in, I think he was in, he, he crossed paths with the new character that we just got introduced uh, in in this show that no one's seen from the Clone Wars and from other various cartoons, which is Cad Bane. Oh, my right? God. When Cad came out, there was the entire Internet. Oh, my God. <laughs> just their pants. And, yeah. And their I, mean, I was just off. like. I was like beside myself with how accurate it was. It looked great. His teeth Some people were like, like, he's not dark blue enough. Oh, but I'm like. Really? You're going to nitpick that? Dude, he looked amazing. He uh, looked he's great. from the Rebels, and last seen in the Bad Batch, he had Omega for a little bit. Right. In Bad Batch, but his teeth were awesome, like his little pointy teeth. And he, If you don't know who he is, he is the fucking badass. He fought off both um, uh, Ben Kenobi in his prime oh. and another Jedi oh. at the same time. What? Whoa. Yeah, and uh, oh, he shit. ends up escaping in the Clone Wars, I believe, or uh, or the the show that, that I saw. He also um, he's been in multiple scraps with Boba Fett. In he fact, has okay, and uh, he's he's the one who's supposedly responsible for putting the dent in the helmet. That's right. That's what I did read. They had a run in, and they don't get along. And he did put the dent. Live action. So debut. it would make sense that he's on the, the Pike side. Yeah, Pike side, the Pike's Well, he's the Jedi honors. killer. 
That's yeah. what he that's what he's known for, for killing Jedi. So mm-hmm. during Order 66 and and throughout uh he's been he's outfitted with uh the technology. He's got jet boots so he could fly. He's got uh you know the the all of the stuff that the Mando has like the flamethrower and Boba Fett has. He's got all those tricks and stuff. And so and he also has like these um Things on the, that that these tubes, so he can't be force choked. So oh, it that's what keeps the, the flow of air going into his brain, oh. and he mm. doesn't get knocked out. That's why that's what those two things that are on the side of his face and going into his back. So he's fully prepared to go toe to toe with a, a Jedi. There's multiple cartoons you can watch and be a badass in, so you can check him out if you'd like to get a little bit more of a uh, Cad Bane. That was a great wild west duel in the street scene i don't think that um cob van is dead, dead but the minute that no. deputy came out when mando showed up i was like oh this fucker's getting shot oh yeah so cad bane shot the sheriff and he did shoot the deputy unlike bob marley <laughs> uh but i love when he goes be careful where you're sticking your nose and i'm like you don't even have a fucking nose bro you shouldn't be talking hey, here's a question for you because i saw the internet going nuts over this first off um, my comment here is they definitely did a great job with Luke Skywalker. He looked amazing. The, they hired <laughs> the better. deep fake guy. Yes, he looks much oh, better. Oh, Shamook. Shamook. Yes. And it looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there's still a little bit of Uncanny Valley in some of the stuff. But for the most part, I was like, wow, that's that's insane. Yeah. That's the but, best it's ever looked. Yes. Ever, that's yeah. the best, like, bringing back a, a dead person has ever looked. But he's not dead. It's Mark Hamill still alive. You can like, do a whole Luke show person. now. You don't need. I mean, it's going to be past. expensive. I'm sure that well, cost a lot of money. He's not dead. But I mean, if you looked at him, you would think, oh, he's dead. <laughs> I think yeah. he's dead. Uh, also, that wasn't his voice. That was all uh, AI computer generated. Oh, that's audio. what I thought, too, because yeah. he doesn't sound like that anymore. He doesn't sound young like that. Right. They made it young. It was weird. Slow delivery. But. Mark Hamill did not record any audio for this. It's wow. all computer generated. Fed his lines from the past. I well, think- here's the question. One one question for you, Rugs. Mm-hmm. People were going nuts about this, and I think as as someone that's watched the Filoni verse, was it uh, a big thing to have Ahsoka and and Luke on the same on the and this on screen yeah, at the same talk. time? I think it was a wasted opportunity because. That's the first time that they speak, and then they don't really speak about like I don't understand why she was there. Like R two called I her. I can tell you exactly why she was there. Okay, why was she there? To deliver exposition that would have been too expensive to have them make Luke Skywalker fucking say. That's basically <laughs> why she was there, just to deliver information. Oh, I just thought it was really weird. He Mando lands on the planet. R2 calls Ahsoka. Ahsoka drops whatever she's doing. Maybe she was already for, there. I don't know. No, she because he's like, I'm leaving. I'm never, never going to see. You know, he looked like he just met her for oh, the first yeah. time. He did have to wait. They built him a bench. That was funny. Yeah, I, I, I did think that was weird, too. I was I was going, wait, she didn't want to be uh, associated with the Jedi, right. but now she's here at this planet where they're building a Jedi school. It was very awkward, but like at the same time, I'm like, this is the conversation that they have. Like, there's no talking about. I think she did bring up her his father at she one point. She goes so much quickly. like your father, yeah, because she is Anakin's padawan, so she knew Anakin like way back before. Mm-hmm. She does bring that up, but it was also I, when she goes so much like your father. What was she referencing there? Um, just how he's training uh, Grogu. Oh, okay. He wasn't sure. He's very unsure. He's not like a really good Jedi now. You start to think he's kind of doing the same shit. Anakin did with that kind of ultimatum at the end and the absolutes and 
he's very insecure about his training. But well, uh, my friend brought up that that watches Star Wars. He goes, "How come Luke is saying you have to cut all ties?" Yeah. But in his trilogy, yeah. he didn't cut any ties yeah. when he was being a Jedi. That is apparently Sith, uh, the Sith, the dark side way of thinking, and it's what kind of sent Anakin down that path. Like, it's why can't he do both? I was like, why are you making him choose? This is stupid. Why are you being so strict? Just let him do both things. If he's going to live really long anyways, let him go help Mando first and then come back. He's got fucking 900 years. He'll be fine. I don't know. Or, I mean, she, you know, and Ahsoka didn't want Mando to be a distraction. She was, he was the kind of in-between because he never even gets to to see him and he just leaves, which is kind of sad. Uh, but, yeah, but it's clear. Yeah. It's very clear Grogu's going to choose Mando. You think so? I think he should, too. Come on. I think he should. Come on. <laughs> but he needs to go with the lightsaber and the fucking armor. We do get a May the Force be with you and like OG Star Wars music cues and shit. Yeah, that was great. Let's talk about Grogu. He was so cute, so hilarious. Um, he helps him remember Order 66 for a brief minute. And I feel like that was a wasted vision. That was crazy because we don't see who saved him or how he got saved. Like, can, already- can I ask you guys about Order 66? Yes. Yeah. I think it was two tacos and a, and a <laughs> hero. No, that's 65. That's the oh, okay. chicken con oh. carne. 66. Yeah. yeah. 66, get your fix. <laughs> um, so Order 66, we see the. this is when the Jedi's got just demolished. Is By that- the clone Order, Okay, so um, the Republic, uh, under the control of the, the evil emperor, who was pretending to be uh, uh, Palpatine. Palpatine, the senator or whatever. He was pretending to be a, a senator, yeah, right? Yeah. So he procures this army of clones, uh, clones of Jango Fett, and they all have a chip that's basically when they give the order that they're supposed to turn on all the Jedis that they're with. Because they've been working with Jedis up until this point. They'd all been working together fighting against droids. So basically it's like these guys that they've been working with this whole their this whole like bunch of years. The the order goes out and then boom, like they just they're they're not ready. It's they're, they're. they're basically being killed by their own. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy uh, moment you see in several from several different perspectives amongst games and see, things. I always was I, when I saw that I was going, man, I've seen these Jedi's fight off all these fucking guys with guns yeah. before. How come they're getting slaughtered by guys with guns here? These must be the worst Jedi's. So in the world. I thought about that too, but those are like they were Jedi trainees, possibly the ones that well, got slaughtered. But I was like, well, if they got ambushed, that's they got ambushed. Well, I didn't know why that. don't they would have just force pushed everybody away? Why didn't they do that? The, well, these are people that they know. Oh, right. So a lot of them. Right. That's true. So um, the original clone army was supposedly way more well-trained than the the volunteer army that we get in the stormtroopers. Like, so the white stormtroopers that without any markings or anything like that, Mm -hmm. that's a volunteer army. So when you watch... uh, the um, a new hope, you know, there's like all like people that are not the clones. That's they don't conscripted like, mm, people. Yes, yes. The blue guys are all the Django Fett clones, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're like robot types people, or they're just humans, but they had a chip, and then they got no. They're clones. They they all they all look like Boba Fett. But then they were when they were working with the Jedi. Did the Jedi know they were clones? Yes. They knew. Yes, because the Republic. So did, they didn't think it was weird that they were all these Django Fets walking around. <laughs> No, because that that was what there was so much. Um, they had the, there was a droid army that they were fighting off, yeah, and the needed, droids were like they needed soldiers, all these machines, and they're like, we need we need to fight these people off, but we can't yeah. use droids. We have to use something else. So they mm. didn't want to put anybody else in danger. So 
uh, on Camino, they make clones. They're cloners. So they cloned mm. Django Fett, which was like the most badass soldier around at the time. And they so made the a clone. thought they had a badass soldier. Yeah. Well, they did. And then they turned. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't know they were con- mind I'll give this episode this. This I did overall like the episode. Yeah. And I watched a bunch of stuff afterwards where they were explaining things. And I was going, oh, oh like I kind of get like now that's not that it makes sense. But I was like, oh, there's so much history. There here. is. And for a brief moment, it crossed my mind to go. Maybe I should watch all this. Stuff. <laughs> oh, no. And then what happened? And, you played Wordle. Went, you forgot. And then I was yeah. like, I'd rather go outside. Yeah, I'm going to go fucking <laughs> get some strange. I think you could just get by with like YouTube videos. Yeah, the recaps. Like, you know, yeah, recaps and stuff well, like everyone that. Everyone talks about how good the Filoni stuff yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That just like, it's one of those, um, it, it reminded me of when I was trying to think of or trying to anticipate, uh, trying to figure out if I was going to watch game of thrones right and i was like man that's a daunting task this is even more yeah this is even more episodes i mean i quit friends shit. after about nine oh, episodes you fucker. You, you, you i don't, I don't, season. I don't <laughs> think anthony could make it through all the clone wars i think that there's a uh, there's definitely watch lists out there that that take the best of the best yeah and mm. you can watch those you just might have to watch maybe a few of the first two just to kind of the first couple episodes just to get the a handle or there's actually the movie, the Clone Wars movie that will get that will give you um, Anakin and, and Ahsoka like meeting for the first time in their first mission together. And she grows up mm. on the show, right? She's yeah. real young. In the she's very like a little kid in the yeah. beginning, and then she finally, by the time you get to Rebels, she's she's grown up and she's like you yeah. know in her twenties or what, whatever we look we, we what twenties look like to us. I don't know about right. their alien race, but like. Um, she lives a long time. Yeah, she's so really she, old. If she looks like that now, yeah. Well, I, I was the only thing is I'd have to rewatch. I'd have to watch all the original Star the Wars prequels and the original and, and the original oh, yeah, trilogy. Yeah. I don't remember any hardly any. Well, you should watch the original trilogy again. It might get, you. but it's been a long time. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of hours. I don't remember it at all. I think that the prequels, uh, a, a lot of the stuff, uh, basically a lot of all, a lot of the felony stuff happens before. Or around before Return of the before the the, the new the the regular trilogy the 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 A New Hope and mm. and um, Return of the Jedi it happens before all of those and Empire so um, it's basically in lockstep with the prequels so there's like they fill the gas between the peop- the, the prequels mm-hmm. so a lot of this stuff like Django Fett and Boba Fett and, the, and their origins are all happening in Attack of the Clones and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. a lot of the Filoni verse takes place in that area. And then Rebels jumps far, far further back towards closer to, uh, is it post-Jedi? Uh, uh, Rebels? Rebels is... Or is it during Jedi? I feel like it's during and close to post. It's before mm. Mando. Uh, Anthony, did you pick up on uh, that structure Luke was having those little worker ant droids build? Yeah, that's the structure that we've uh, seen it before. Ben Solo destroys yep, yep, in the. Yep. And I watched Screen Crush, their review. You probably watched Screen Crush, dude. Don't I you, did bro? watch that one, yes. Because I can tell because you say there's a lot of the same shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had the same oh. observations. <laughs> but I, I wanted to point out, I. I I'm sure Ruggs will agree, but he by the end of his video for this this episode, he goes, "Man, like all the stuff they're showing us in in this episode, 
they could have done that in the last in the this new trilogy of Star Wars, but instead they decided to remake A New Hope and then just fast forward through everything. This would have been a and better he just, trilogy. He was just lamenting yeah. how the what we're seeing on TV should have been the movies. Yeah, yeah because yeah. well, they did. I don't think they knew that they could recreate um, Luke Skywalker. No, probably not. Not and, to this and, extent. Another thing is that like they wanted to get away from the Skywalker thing, but then all of a sudden and they ran back to y- it. You put. Yeah. You put it in, and it's the lightning rod for the fandom, and people they've never been happier, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the only it. people that really don't like it are the people that are are like Last Jedi people, you know, that like are only like the Last Jedi, and every other movie sucks. So like, so the the original fan base kind of like flocked to this, and they're like, oh, people really do want Luke Skywalker, and they want to find out what happened to yeah, him. Yeah, that's like the best time in his life when he's like a badass Jedi. I mean, they don't get to see it. So, um, I guess they know. And like, Filoni was always kind of trying to create new characters. So now you can, so all these new characters kind of have a basis. And now you can kind of bring those two worlds together, like what Filoni created, uh, you know, in the spaces between the movies and um, what Lucas did. And you can kind of marry the two and tell new stories with new characters that are not like well known to like, you know, the ordinary people. Like who didn't watch all the cartoons, you know, now you can, and it's kind of like a reciprocal thing. And it makes people want to watch the cartoons. Yeah. And and, well, it's weird because they destroyed so much lore, right. With this, get making one thing canon and getting rid of the other old stuff. And you can see that Filoni knows the old stuff that's in legends or whatever, the, the discontinued canon. And he's slowly bringing a version of it back. And, so some of that stuff might might materialize from that old canon. It's just that, unfortunately, we have the new trilogy. The new trilogy is always going to be there. Like mm. you can't <laughs> you can't erase it. Uh, I mean, if they, the, people have been talking about trying to erase it. I think that's a stupid idea. But you have to learn how to. I got to work around it. You got to work with it. Well, you can make something better, right? Like you can make Snoke better yeah. by exploring Snoke. You can make. Palpatine better by exploring Palpatine and, and it'll connect all the all those fibers that you forgot to fill in and makes it and oh, you can kind okay, of okay. you can smooth things out if you do it right. Yeah. It, I mean, that's one of the great things about working in a a universe. You can you know, you can kind of like retroactively make something better. So I think they're that's what they should do. I don't know if they're going to stick to it, but that's what they seem to be doing and I, I like it. Did, did you guys like this episode, despite the fact that it's a not a Mando episode? <laughs> that was the biggest. I, yeah. The biggest problem I had with this episode was that it's, you know, once again, you know, a Mando episode and that I didn't understand what Ahsoka was doing there. <laughs> I'm telling you, they and I'm like, well, all okay. that CG. Yeah. You need somebody to deliver exposition. I liked it, even though I'm like, fuck Boba Fett right now. I'm like, I don't even care. I want more of this show. I want this show is great. This should just start over. This should have been the beginning. Uh, wait, we got to talk about what happens at the end. So after the Cobb Vance gets shot, you know, mm-hmm. they need foot soldiers and the, the people didn't seem like they wanted to join them. But I think now they have a reason to fight the Pikes with Bubba. Yeah, they, they can't avoid the spread of the Pikes. They're going to have to show up. And then back at the nightclub there, it's a hopping, a hopping scene. It must be a Thursday. Everybody's out drinking and the Pikes show up and they drop a little briefcase and they leave. And holy shit. Oh, shit. A huge explosion. Did they just kill Jennifer Beale and Anth- Alien Anthony? 
What the fuck? <laughs> you had Alien Anthony. I was like, did gone. they just kill Anthony? You bastards! You kill Kenny. Hey, you had some screen time in this episode. You yeah. said a line oh, and everything. I felt that a little bit when they met a bomb explosion. A little I, bit of my heart. I, I immediately was like, no, not Jennifer Peels. Oh, I love her character. What the fuck? Do you think they're all dead? Anybody survived? That looked like it's taking everybody out. Well, they got to be dead, right? right? I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Pikes. One, one critique. Man, I mean, they, they did a little bit in this episode, but that is such a, a non-threat. It's a horrible thing. And this is the first thing they did, actually, is blow up the nightclub. No, I'm, I'm saying they haven't built them no, up as a threat, no. right? Where I like... Man, I really want to see. I mean, they did a better job this episode for sure. Cad Bane and blowing up the the bar that everyone likes. But up to this point, I'm just like, who cares yeah. about this war between the Pikes? I really all I all I'm really excited to see is maybe Black Chrysanthemum killing some people, mm-hmm. Cad Bane and who he fights. Yeah. And they got to have a, a showdown with Boba. Right. And then and then Mando and Grogu kicking some ass. But like Boba Fett, who's the main character, do do I really care to see him in a fight? Like who is he? Who do who? Yo, who do we want to see him will fight? Fuck him up in two seconds. Well, that's the thing. It's not that they've it's been, they won't fuck him up or not. It's just like who cares? They're yeah, go going to. Yeah. Um, I. This is what I would do if I was Dave Filoni or whoever is making the next episode. Is that I would do a I would do the flashback of Cad Bane and Boba Fett their their last in encounter. the next episode. Yes. Ugh. And then it would be like a you know quick like three minute you know thing. Okay, but it would have like a you know it would be like stunt bonanza of like an action sequence, and then you end with them you know doing a you know a a high noon gunfight, and then that's it. So, and then you you know you have you have the the battle with the with the, the it's all a battle episode it's complete all battle there's no story there's just battles but um that's what they need i, I don't know if that's what's gonna happen I mean, they, they have one more episode i just can they wrap seems can like they wrap it up there's still a lot they've gotten I anything if, i don't feel like there is a lot this is what you what got. I don't think you got rancor monster yeah he still has to ride the rancor you got the huts the huts could come back the huts got to swing in at the end of this, is are there going to be more cameos? Is there still a big cameo? Does Bo Katan no, show no up? More, there's no, no more cameos. More. They got. I mean, there was tons of cameos in this episode. I don't. I don't think so. Is Cad Bane going to show up? With, so let's go around the room. Anthony thinks Grogu will choose the way over the Force. Rugs, what do you think? The way over the Force. Yeah, this is the way. Mandalore. Oh, he's going to want to go with the Mando. He misses yeah. the Mando. They have a strong and bond. And it's kind of cool. I, I feel like you don't need the lightsaber. The lightsaber is... is he's going to have the darksaber. Yeah, and now Grogu's... He'll be able to wield that. Grogu's flipping oh, around. He can do the fucking high force jumps. Uh, he's trading with that little droid, the training droid. Imagine, like, Grogu is a... Ma- he's a Mando foundling, and he gets the fucking... He, he gets the fucking sword. I don't know, but, like... At this point, Grogu kind of knows he's powerful. He like destroyed that fucking training uh, cube, the, the training ball. Yeah, he crushed that. He yeah, he destroyed and that he's thing. jumping around. He's starting to remember some shit. Yeah. So I think that if he goes back, he will be he'll be able to kind of be less of a burden on Mando and more of a help. Like I think maybe he saved himself from Order sixty six. Like he freaked out and just killed all those fucking stormtroopers. You know, like when he stresses out and can't control his power. Maybe. Maybe just doesn't remember. Or the other rumor is Mace Windu fucking saved him because we never saw his body. 
he just got blasted out the window in that movie. Yeah, you know, to this point, I think I might have said it last week, but I'll say it again. They wasted all the good stuff on Mando. <laughs> they did. They should have. They should have. If Boba Fett should have just been Mando. I mean, Mando's a better Boba Fett show than the Boba Fett show, and he's, he should yeah. be banned. Yeah. Like the the Mando should be both. Like that. I mean, he this is. would be a logical well, conclusion. They did the wrong Boba extension. Fett show. They did. They the should have done Boba young Fett Boba Fett. Yeah. They should have left him young, dead and done a show in the past. Young bounty hunter, like fucking posse Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett in jail. I mean, I don't mind him, you know, growing and changing his philosophy. It's just the execution. It's just very well. Clunky. And as I mentioned before, the whole reason he wants to be a daimyo or whatever the yeah. fuck he is isn't because it's this personal feud with the Pikes that you know the Pikes did were responsible for killing Tusker Raiders. Yeah, he still hasn't or it, back Cobb, it could be right? Cad Bane that did all the killing. Sure, but there isn't. But instead of like touching upon that and making this like. The reason why he grew to power is to prevent people that are underserved to die. He literally grew to power because he had a conversation with Fennec Shan in the desert and goes, I'm tired of being taken <laughs> advantage of. Yeah. I'm tired of working under someone. I could do this better. I want to be my own it's boss. Like, it's like, oh, like, yeah, that's cool that you want to be your own boss, but that's not really a, an awesome motivation for a final conflict in the show where these pikes are going to take over your, your, your dynasty or whatever the fuck is, whatever the fuck it is. Like it, it this, there's not really a personal feud here that I'm like invested in with Boba Fett. The all the investment is it is if Grogu is going to join Mando. Yeah, and again. how's he going to get there? Because he left without him. Does he go back and well, get that, him? That, how's he going to get there? That doesn't. That doesn't. That's not. He's going to get there. <laughs> Who's bringing him? <laughs> how's he going to get there? Is it, yeah, is Ahsoka. <laughs> is Luke going to be in the fucking battle? But what, like that's a, such a weird miscalculate or such a weird. Maybe it's a purposeful calculation, but it's just a weird thing. That all the all the emotion is actually in a character that was in two episodes and had two seasons prior. Yeah, because it's a he's a great fucking character. We love him more. But they should have they fucked it up. Rugs is saying yeah. they should have just done this for the third season. This should have been the third season of Mando with Boba or, in there. The side story Bo- or why make the make it six episodes? Why not make it eight like the previous two Mando Mando seasons? Yeah, if there was another episode, I think. Or if two three more, left, yeah, that would make sense. Then it would be like, oh, okay, the the detour, although not great for Mando or Boba's character, at least like we have three more episodes of Boba. This is gonna have to be an absolute badass episode for them to stick it. I don't think they're gonna do it, but we'll see. I think it might be pretty good, but I just we're getting it, better. It depends on who's directing it and who oh, wrote it. We'll get into that. Let's do some news from the nation. Find out what the listeners thought. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. You, listener, can join the conversation with us. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It is a closed, exclusive group just to geek out and to hang out in to post i post spoiler threads for all the shows we talk about so you can go there right away spoil it with other people and talk about geeky shows uh here's what some of our listeners thought of this episode ralph bravo this episode was amazing set so much up and gave cad bane john campbell says for the love of god do not let bob rodriguez direct the last episode now he may be directing the last episode no it might be I saw a rumor he may already have been 
the one to do. You better not fuck this up. That's all I know. Well, Anthony, what do you think? You think Robert Rodriguez can can nail this based no. on what we've seen? Not, yeah, not based yeah. on what we've seen. Yeah. All right, we're, we'll see if he can fucking get back to his '90s action roots. Sean Headley says Cad Bane is probably the most well done makeup slash CGI ever. Truly amazing. Jose Barra, Cad fucking Bane, as badass as he is in Clone Wars, he seems so much more menacing in this. And then Jose says, my only gripe, Luke, you can either choose to hold on to attachments, which is not the Jedi way, or you can choose the lightsaber of my master that I've been holding on to for a decade. I know. Very, very (laughs) weird. Very convenient there. Way to read the rules there, Luke. Uh, Blake Braden, it was so nice of the director to give Boba Fett a cameo in his own show. That was very nice, Dave Filoni. Dave's like, all right, tomorrow, just sit there for two seconds. We're done. Okay, leave. Uh, Jesse Rodriguez episode was dope. Anthony is also back for a guest appearance. He he caught on to that. <laughs> David Zika says, did they de-age Hamill too much? He sort of looked younger than in the original trilogy. I thought, I'm okay with that. I thought he looked fucking amazing. As long as he looks real, that's all I care about. Yeah, he did feel grounded and real. I mean, they got they have a different body double standing in this time, and then deep fake, and then AI voice line reading. Fucking amazing. Ethan Cranford, our buddy from Australia, says, Cat fucking pain. Feels like all the pieces are in place for a finale I'm pretty excited for. Can't say I really give a damn about Boba. I just want to see Cad Bane duke it out with Mando and Fennec. Hopefully they do Cad justice since he's proven to be one of the most skilled fighters in animated Star Wars. Have we heard from Wes Cranford lately? No, I think he's out paddleboarding somewhere. Oh, yeah. He's out having by the fun. Sydney okay. Opera House. He's paddleboarding, wakeboarding, some kind of boarding, yeah. some kind of crazy. Stop by and say hello sometime. Wes. He's, he's parasailing. I don't know. Yes, Wes, some stop by and say hello in the group. Uh, so that's it uh, for comments for Boba Fett. I got a couple of pieces of news from our listeners. Blake Braden shared this link to this article titled Dakota Johnson to star in Madam Web for uh, Sony with the comment Fifty Shades of Geek Boner, Geek Boner. or Fifty Shades of Floppy Jock. Floppy Jock. Jaco- Dakota Johnson, of course, from the uh, Fifty Shades. I guess she's going to be a young man. Franchise. Web. Yes, she is playing. She's playing the Cassandra uh, uh, web version or whatever her name is. Uh, this is an old blind lady in a wheelchair. Is the character. Right. So I don't know how exciting a movie is about that. I never really was cool with Madam Web. She is important in Spider-Man's life and in the multiverse timeline. She can she can control the web yeah. of timelines and jump in. I think and out that of once they introduced her into the Spider-Man universe, it was like it got dicey. Like all of a sudden, it became like Doctor Strange and shit. A little bit. It was a weird magical part of uh spider-man that you're right it took me out because this guy is grounded this whole but time now we're just used to it existing but at, at first i was just like why are they fucking doing this with the spider-man with madam webb she's a clairvoyant mutant also and she can yeah. see his future and there was a younger um madam webb also i think it was her daughter but she's gonna play so i don't know I guess kind of geek boners. Geek boners. Spider-Man. Like, I don't, but it's fucking yeah, I don't care who plays her. It's just a weird ass character. Like Dakota Johnson's fine. Like let her do it. Yeah, sure. Great. Dakota Johnson's in. Love it. Anthony comment. Nothing. Anything about this? Uh, I mean, I only know her from, and I never, I've only seen one of the 50 shades of gray and it's like only like a little bit of it. But uh, from what I gathered from my friends, uh, one of my friends that really is into movies, 
he said that Dakota Johnson's actually actually a pretty good actress. So, oh come on, you read the books, you've seen the movies. You're a big Fifty Shades fan, no? That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, you don't even go outside, so I feel like you'd be closer to a Fifty Shades guy Fuck, than me. One shade, I have no shades. I got vitiligo. You can see right. You're through definitely. Me. You're more like you're the living Fifty Shades. Of gray. I like Fifty Shades of white. Yeah. I'm Fifty Shades of white and translucent. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, Spider Man No Way Home, by the way, is has made one point seven four billion dollars so far. Might hit too. Speaking of which, Jamie Robinson provides our next bit of news. He posts uh, this article, Spider-Man No Way Home, first streaming service confirmed, and it's not Disney+. Plus. Oh, shit. He says, stars? Really? Yes. The first place Spider-Man No Way Home will be streaming due to previous contractual obligations will be on the stars network, which sucks because I just I canceled that a few months ago. I had it. I was like, why am I paying for fucking stars? And I stopped. Ooh, that had to hurt you, bro. <laughs> no, there's nothing good on stars. And anyways, I'm going to be buying this fucking thing on the fucking DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, when that comes out. Because apparently there's uh, like 100 minutes of bonus content. There's a delete. There's deleted scenes. There's a whole four-minute scene with just the three Spider-Man, like, bullshitting. Like, I think that's worth the price of the fucking oh, disc wow. alone. Uh, but yeah, this other link gives you a list of the bonus content. 100 minutes of bonus content on the disc when you buy and i haven't bought physical media in fucking years i'm buying this physical media absolutely 100 percent. and it's great anthony what do you think about the stars is that gonna be uh, provide complications for war for people who are waiting for this thing to hit a streaming thing and it's probably well, look, uh, a deal's a deal yeah, i think people will not even netflix you know i thought it would go to netflix first and then disney plus no, yeah, I mean, they. I think, yeah, they'd signed this deal. We, I think we knew, we reported this, so, not reported it, know, but we talked about it. I didn't know about it. About it. Look, it was people are going to flip the fuck out when they know what's out and they can't get it, and then they're going to put the pressure on Marvel to, like, learn its lesson and square up a deal with Sony. So that's all. Will this drive people to sign up for the stars? Some people, yeah. maybe. I think you'll get a, a little bit of a boost. And so yeah. sometime over the next six months, it's going to hit stars, and stars will have it for a year and a half. And you can't buy the physical media? No, you'll be able to buy it before then. Oh, well, then I think people might. Uh, I don't it know. Might drive up DVD it might sales. drive up the sales of the DVD actual sales. Physical. Jesus Christ. Physical. What year is this? What is this? <laughs> it's, what are they or called like, now? Or digital or digital. <laughs> they, well, they're going to sell digital, right? Yeah. 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 You get bonus contents when you buy digital? Yeah, you get all that shit, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 That's what then, I'm buying. I'll buy it right now. Buy the DVD. I'm going to buy it. Do they still make those? I don't know. They still, I'm going to buy it. I might buy it for like the actual physical disc. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't know. Go for it. I feel like for Spider-Man No Way Home, I owe it to, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you owe it to your yeah. my collection. Yeah. I have all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, you, uh, that's so important to you. It's, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything. It's my whole life. No, I'm excited for the to watch it again. I actually contemplated going to see it but in the theater another time. But I haven't. I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch it. Again. <laughs> so, yeah, stars for a year and a half, then probably Netflix, then Disney Plus. Who knows? It's not going to get to. I don't think these Spider-Man movies are getting to Disney Plus anytime soon. Unfortunately. No, they're, they're supposed to do stars. I think Netflix and then yeah. eventually Disney Plus. That's going to be like two, three years down the line. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's also extended scene with uh, Matt. Uh, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock on this on the bonus content. So. Lisa Morrison will make that'll get her excited. Oh, more cocks. All right, let's finish up with some what are we watching? 
What are we watching? I'm going to throw in kind of an extension of news from the nation. I'm going to throw in something Jesse Rodriguez is watching because I know Ruggs is watching and I watched the first episode. He asked, anyone watch Reacher on Amazon Prime? Only caught the first episode, but finding myself hooked. In the threads, everybody in the nation seems to love this. Even people who have read the book say this is a very good adaptation. Ruggs, have you watched any of this? I don't know anything about Jack Me Reacher either. other than the Tom Cruise movies, and I enjoyed the Tom Cruise movies. Oh, I didn't even see the Tom Cruise movies. Um, oh, they're fine. But from what I know, um, a lot of people were criticizing uh, Tom Cruise for being Jack Reacher because that Jack Reacher is supposed to be like a fucking beast, like a big, gigantic dude that like very hard to beat up. Dude, Anthony, you know who's playing Jack Reacher on this show? No, who? Alan Richson. Was Hawk in we the Titans? We saw him as Hawk is the Titans. Oh wow! Yeah, and he was uh, Aquaman on Smallville, and most people know him from that one movie that they can't get out of uh, their mind. The role from was that Blue State? Uh, what's that called? Blue, Val- Blue Mountain. Blue State. Mountain State. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, I can't take him seriously after Blue Mountain State. Anthony, this fucking dude is gigantic. We've seen him, right? Obviously, he is jacked. He literally has like a He-Man action figure body. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's like Captain America, like what he should look like, right? So I find it hard to believe that Tom Cruise was supposed to be playing a guy that's supposed like to look Tom like Tom Cruise is like five seven he's, at best. He's like three heads uh, shorter. And this than guy's Alan like Richard. six four guy's, or something. He's yeah, fucking but Tom jacked. Cruise can run. He like, doesn't run really well. <laughs> this guy's very top heavy with the muscles. I don't know how fast he's gonna run. Um, I don't know, but like. Uh, the Tom Cruise movies are are pretty good. Are they? They're fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're they're good macho f- films. Um, this I I'm almost on the I think I'm on the last episode oh, shit. of this. Yeah, what do you think so far? I watched almost all of it. Uh, I like it. It's not gr- like it's not like A plus TV. I'd say it's probably B plus TV. Do you think it's as good as the Jack Ryan show with uh, Krasinski? Not quite, but I think that if they invest money into the next season, they could. Because this is a very small story. Uh, Right, right, right. Uh, Let me just give everybody the elevator pitch for it. um, Jack Reacher is a former um, military police officer, and he was like, he was the head of like, you know, some really fucking elite group of dudes. Anyhow, um, he's looking for his brother in this like no name town in Georgia. And he uncovers not only um, foul play going on over there, but there's like a whole conspiracy going on. And um, he starts working with the police to try and figure out what's going on. But um, because of his like kind of government classification, he can pretty much get away with anything he wants. And he just fucking bodies hit the floor. Like whenever like the floor, He's good. Whenever there's bad guys yeah. that like come upon, like fuck with him, he's like he's ready to kill them. It, like, I, so I watched the first episode. I dug it. I'm in. I want to watch the rest. I love the very beginning of the show, Anthony. It starts out with him walking into. He's about to walk into this diner, this Podoc town, and this couple walks out, and the boyfriend's harassing the girlfriend. He's like banging the truck, hitting, punching the truck next to her, and being really abusive. And Reacher's just standing there. And the guy notices him. He goes, "The fuck you looking at?" Reacher just fucking stands there and stares at him. Doesn't say a fucking word. And eventually the guy goes, 
I'm having a bad day. It won't happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like he didn't say a fucking thing. It's, he just stood there. It was very impressive. It's got a kind of a roadhouse just quality it does, to it. A little it. bit. He's very dark. We're like, yes. He's like this. He's oh, a shit. super oh, macho shit. guy. Yeah. No nonsense. He fucking. He's the best. He best there is at what he does. Very smart, he, observant. Yeah, he's like a complete like. Yeah, he's got like the detective mind. He like was a Batman. prosecutor too at one point, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, this is a great character. This is basically like a very... He's Batman. A ver- it's like Batman, Punisher yeah. combined. Yeah, he's yeah. a detective. He's military like the Punisher. Yeah. Um, he kills people. like with, with Bad guys, no problem. Yeah. There's a body count. So it's worth um, watching. Oh, it's, I, it was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. but it uh, it's not action heavy. Just oh. action happens, but it's not like all out action. It's like there's a lot of mystery and police work and this and stuff. Mm. But then every once in a while... He'll fuck somebody up. Somebody up. It is really huge this weekend. Amazon said it's their top five most watched series. I think ever it's got potential over twenty four hour period what? in the U.S. If it gets it an infusion of cash, I could see it being really cool. If you like this? I could see them doing a movie with the this Jack guy Ryan too. show. Is also fucking reminded me a little bit of the Jack, Jack Ryan, Ryan show. is great. It's a great. Show. That's a great show. My action that has. That has some real tension to it. Yeah. You're like on the edge of your seat. You're yeah. like, holy shit, yeah. the whole time. Really? So yeah, well, both yeah. Those. I would check it out. Jack These Ryan, absolutely great. Reacher's, great. Yeah, Reacher, Reacher's pretty good. Both Jack shows, Jack Reacher, and Jack both of the Ryan. all the Jack shows. Any show with Jack in it, all yeah. on Amazon Prime. They're both yeah. on Amazon Prime. Correct. Hmm. Yes. Ethan, you've been watching anything on that uh, Nebula? Anything fun? Uh, you know what? I haven't been watching too much Nebula. It's a lot of mostly just sports, which you guys don't care about. So yep. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Rugs, what else you watch? Anything else interesting? I watched the rest of Ozark. Oh, the the fir- uh, it's like the first half of the last season. Right? Oh my god, it was so good, oh, and okay. I there was a moment where I fucking leapt out of my <laughs> out of my oh, seat. Geez. Wow. Okay. I was like, "Fuck yes, yeah, get that bitch." Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I was really fucking. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, there is uh, so much tension and so much adrenaline pumping through your system when you're watching that because you're like. Oh my, like every episode, they're on the edge of something and something goes wrong and they have to fucking fix it and they have to like move mountains and fucking just cover up what the fuck they're doing to not get caught. It's kind of like Narcos if you're watching Narcos okay. and stuff like that. Okay. So, uh, it's, or Breaking Bad has another, it's a Breaking Bad ish. Is this better than Breaking Bad or no? Um, just different. No, I think, I think it's along the same lines. Breaking Bad was more of a fun show. Okay. And I think this is a more dour show. Okay. It's more like, yeah, it's got a lot more dourness to it. I think Breaking Bad had a little bit more lighthearted uh, of a edge to it. Because, you know, there was episodes where, like, um, where, where, um, Walter would be funny would you know, when he's like looking for the bug in the fucking, in, in the place, you know, all that stuff happens in, in there. But, um, yeah, even better call Saul. It's like, it's got elements of all that stuff. Um, like somebody who has to be the smartest person in the room has to figure out the problem and beat people at their own game. Um, it's all there. It was great. So I recommend that as well. Right and the, um, I, I did watch the first couple episodes of Jojo's bizarre adventure, which is an anime that is now available on Netflix. I heard that show is good. You know what? The young kids, they, uh, all, uh it's very popular. Yeah, everybody loves, so, loves Jojo's. Yeah. So I'm like, let me throw this on. And uh, it's about like this rich family that um, they're, they're involved in an accident. And this like kind of like 
poor man. Like he's really a piece of shit, but like he helps this guy. He was like actually trying to mug him, but like he woke up in the middle of it. And so um, he gets sick and he uh, dies. He sends his son over to the rich man because he owes him a favor. And so the rich man takes in the son and and the, this the rich man also has a son the same age, and he was like an only child, so he's like he has someone to play with, and blah blah blah. But they end up hating each other, and it's like this sibling rivalry where they want to fucking kill each other or fuck up each other's lives the whole time. And then okay. that's only the first two episodes. <laughs> <Jesus>. So <laughs> I don't know what happens next. That's crazy. But yeah, so that's where it, it begins, um, and that's all I've seen. I think uh, you guys haven't checked out the Pam and Tommy show on Hulu yet. There's only one episode There's out, right? Three episodes out. Oh, okay. I'm in a chat with Jess Rivera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I barely ever look at it because it's fantasy, and I'm not yeah. in their fantasy league. But he yeah. he was showing in that chat clips from Pam episode and Tom. Two. Yeah, with the one where uh, oh my god, where Wait. she's nude. Yeah, okay, hold on. I'm a, we have to spoil something. Why? <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. Okay, go ahead. And then the one where Sebastian Stan looks down in his dick, just fucking. Gross. That's what you're spoiling in the second oh. episode. First of all, full frontal nudity, male oh, and female. Yes. Show. Oh my God, Lily James smoking hot. She's, but she's she really actually good. read that those aren't her real tits. Oh, what? Yeah, she doesn't. That's not her real tits. But wait, what do they have a body double? No, they like put some sort of thing on her to make them like what? bigger. Really? Because yeah, Pam had gigantic tits. Yeah, but they look. And you can't tell. It looks. It looks like they're real. It's amazing. But it at one point. Tommy Lee is talking to his fucking penis and his dick is talking back to him. Oh, that's what yes. it is. Okay. Oh, shit. Yes. And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. But the first three episodes, the show's great. First three, the story is crazy. Most of it I seems to be accurate as to what happened. And it's crazy fucking story. How he gets the tapes. Uh, I, they're so trying it's to about like, the, the sex tapes. It's about the sex tapes, but it's also about like Pam and Tommy and where they are in their careers. And they're actually make pam a very kind of they give her a lot of depth and you feel bad for her tommy's just a fucking idiot uh but they're trying to have a baby and like so you start to feel for this couple and then i think once the tape comes out you find out the repercussions and also this was like the beginning of like celebrity sex tapes early internet 97 how they distributed it uh it was, you know, it was huge, like the way mm-hmm. they did it. So andrew dice clay has a cameo; he's hilarious. Nick Offerman's great. Seth Rogen is really good. Sebastian Stan has all the tattoos. It looks just like fucking Tommy. I think he's playing the drums too, for real. But Lily James, she's she's really good as as Pam, making her kind of three dimensional, real person. I, I'm digging the show. I think you guys, I think it's gonna be great. All right, I'm gonna check it out. It comes out every Wednesday, and so that'll be the fourth episode when this show posts, and then there's four more. Are they half hour or hour? They are hour hour long. Hmm. After I finish Reacher, I'll the good production. I'll reach around and give do a, that. Yeah, give Pam and Tommy a reach around. And then remember we talked about Murderville, the improv show on Netflix. Yeah, um, I, I watched the first four episodes. You know what? It's a fucking show. It's fucking really funny. I found myself laughing out loud really hard many times. Uh, the first episode, Conan O'Brien, really funny. The, I'll watch that the one. second episode and probably the best, even better than Kumail Najani. He's the third. And the fourth is Annie Murphy. Marshawn Lynch in the second episode is pretty fucking funny. I told you he'd be funny. He is hilarious. And the, sh- the show is kind of, it's a very interesting structure. They've combined kind of like, you know, when you go to a murder mystery party and you have to like guess 
who the killer is. It's a murder mystery party, and then you add a little bit of whose line is it anyway improv games, and then you add a little bit of impractical Joker where they send the guy in with an earpiece and he has to say and do exactly what the other person is telling him, candid camera style, all of this. Uh, Great idea, and I I think it's been successful. And there's like a storyline going on about Will Arnett and the other cop throughout the, the shows as well as this improv. Oh, Sharon Stone... Was episode three? She was all right. I thought she'd be better. Annie I don't Murphy know what to watch. Right. This or or Reacher or Jack so Ryan. Murderville or is quick half an hour episodes. Tom and Pam or whatever the hell it's called. There's, there is a lot, and not only that. Out this week, of course. Let's just finish with what uh, everybody's going to be watching this Sunday. Okay. The big game. Can't say oh, the Super name. Bowl. Okay. Oh my God, we're going to get sued. You can't say. Uh, they don't care about. Anthony us. was asking if you have a soup or a bowl. What would you choose? No, I'll be watching, not for the sports, but because I have two sets of squares going. Uh, And, of course, trailers. Uh, We can expect two big Marvel Studio trailers. They're saying a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Right. A Moon Knight, probably maybe a bigger trailer. Uh, Maybe Lightyear from Pixar. Also, uh, the Rings of Power first trailer. Well, well, that's the Lord of the Rings prequel. Oh, okay, okay. That's coming out on Amazon. Um, Warner Brothers, Sony, Apple do not have uh, any commercials planned, so don't worry about those studios. Which is surprising. You think they'd put a big Batman trailer in this? But the most important thing is we can finally find out what the fuck is going on. Have you seen this image floating around? This fucking, I've seen the commercial, the movie poster of Arnold Schwarzenegger as Zeus, and it's this February 20, oh, 2022. Looks you like you've seen movie. the commercial where he goes against coffee. I just found this little promo. So apparently, this is a BMW commercial that's going to air. The commercial makes no sense. How does this have anything to do with BMW? Because they're making an electric car, and they, and they I think there might be an electrical power, Zeus. Oh, you know. but why is Zeus getting a fucking coffee? And Arnold is like kind of German, so it's all tied Arnold's together. Kind of it's kind of Austrian. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, did they, did you would you want a movie of Arnold as Zeus? I say make this movie. Would I want a movie? I uh, fucking watch it. Probably not. Not <laughs> at this point. But I mean, it would be funny. The the what I thought I saw that commercial right before we started the show and I went, why they cast the coffee guy to be way taller than Arnold? He makes He's Arnold so look like a tall. he makes he Arnold does. look like a little person. That's yeah. supposed to be Zeus, god of lightning, and he's tiny. Like so tiny. I mean, that guy's got to be like six five. The guy's like coffee for Zeus, Zeus. <laughs> you got a Zeus. I'm like the fuck is this BMW? What is going on? Strange. Yeah, the whole thing is strange. Oh, and I'm looking forward to, of course, the halftime show with. Uh, Snoop Dogg, yeah, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. What are you most looking forward to, Anthony? From the Super Bowl? Yeah. Other than the game? Sure. Or the game itself, of yeah, course. I'd, actually, the trailers. The game itself is it should be a good game, but they had the trailers, Marvel stuff. I don't even know who's playing. Cincinnati and LA Rams. Oh. Who do you think is going to win this one? Well, it's te- kind of a home game for LA. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen often, does it? What do you want, the Tigers, or do you want Bengals, Rams to Bengals. win? Bengals. Bengals, yeah. I, I, I'm rooting for the Bengals. It'd be cool to see. Uh, but I don't really carry the way, to be honest with you. Right. I I'm, just not want big, the- I'm not a big... I mean, I'm, I'm a sports fan, obviously. But the Super Bowl, like the day of the Super Bowl isn't like a... It's not sacred to you? No, it's not like a, a, this Holy. whole thing that I'm, I'm so excited for everything that has to happen. Maybe as a kid I was, but now... 
I'm like, yeah, it's a game. I feel like it's the year of the tiger. Oh, is it Tigers the year? are gonna win. Is it the year of tiger. the tiger? All right. I also went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So, oh, I remember you told us that story. Yeah. I just hope the numbers line up and I win some fucking money for once. Come on. I didn't bet. I'm not gonna be my betting numbers. on it. It's the only reason to watch the, the squares. Is the only reason I watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good reason to watch. Get I mean, my numbers. You'll be one of 30, 40 million people watching the game. Is there anything else worth mentioning? That way, that's it. We got the fucking finale of uh, Boba Fett next week and the penultimate peacemaker. Rugs, there we go. Where can the listener find you online, Rugboy? You can find me on Twitter at really Rugboy. Well, I will be saying absolutely nothing. No, because Twitter's a fucking mess right now. You got canceled. And you it's got fucking, fucking everybody's getting the the rock is retracting shit. Like dangerous. everybody's retracting People shit. People be quitting Twitter. I think Aquafina should erase my Twitter. Aquafina quit Twitter. She sent out a thing and then she quit. Yeah, she had a thing. I'm thinking on. about erasing it now. Can you erase it? It's always there forever. If we ever make it big, I'm the glad skeletons we have had to come out of our yeah, closet. We're so oh fucked. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have listeners. It's amazing <laughs> because fuck. Yeah, yeah, we would need about 20 million listeners to, in order to get the word Joe. No, I like it where it is. It's fine. Uh, don't, don't, <laughs> I'll don't take Joe you. Rogan's money for the amount of scrutiny uh, he's getting. Oh, well, yeah. Would you? Yeah. 100 million? 100 million makes 100 things go nicely. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, you think you would just pack it up at this point and go, all right, fuck it. I don't care anymore. See you later. Fine. I got 100 million. Fuck yeah. you guys. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I should never have been this rich to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. And you could just buy like a piece of land and just live on an island forever. somewhere. Yeah, but he won't. Yeah, he, he's he's he'll be around. He's still gonna be around. <laughs> All right. Well, look, listener, check the show notes for this episode, jockandnerd.com slash four two one, where you can find links to our T Public shop, where you can buy some cool Jock and Nerd podcast swag, some niche stuff that nobody knows what you'll be wearing. It's all the rage. The kids are doing it. Of course, tell a friend. Maybe don't tell too many friends. Just tell one friend. Like I said, <laughs> we don't want to blow up too big because it gets messy. But we do want more listeners one at a time. Tell one friend. That's your homework. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. That's the wrong button. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. shit. You had to do it twice. twice. You had to resist it. Jugger <laughs> nerd.